What's going on, Sunbelt fans? My name is Dominic Grosetto, the host of the Sunbelt Syndicate podcast, where we review the week that was and look forward to the week ahead in Sunbelt football, basketball, baseball, all year long. Follow on all social platforms, including YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Well, that's it. Basketball season in the Sunbelt play is officially over. The tournament champions have been crowned Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns take down South Alabama Jaguars in what was a absolutely fantastic basketball game. If you did not see it, uh, either you could have possibly recorded it on ESPN2 through your cable subscriber, or maybe you can go back and watch it on ESPN+. Plus. Certainly worth the watch. I don't care who you root for. It was a great basketball game between two really good teams. Uh, no big letdown like sometimes you get in championship games. It was every bit what we all, well, most of us expected. I certainly expected it to be close. Nobody had real big runs in this game. I think the biggest lead was maybe about seven points, if I can remember off the top of my head correctly. Seven, eight points maybe. Uh, so that keeps it really close throughout because one or two big shots and the game's almost tied up. So, you know, this is the game that we wanted in the belt, but before we get to any kind of larger breakdown from that one, let's just take a look at how this started out, right? Um, I called the first two games correctly. I had Arkansas State upsetting Coastal Carolina and kind of a small upset, I guess you could say. And in the second matchup, I had Texas State beating Georgia State, which happened. So that puts them into the Thursday games where they're going up against, well, Arkansas State going up against Troy and Texas State matching up against Old Dominion. So starting at the top of that bracket, we first had South Alabama going up against App State. South Alabama was my champion. Uh, that's who I picked. I just liked what I saw a lot out of them before we got to this tournament. I thought they had the pieces in place with the big man down low who was going to be, be able to be dominant defensively. If he could up his game offensively, I knew they were going to be really good because they had Isaiah Moore. And then we saw Owen White really come alive in that tournament, as well as a couple role players coming up with some big games and some big shots at some time. But anyway, South Alabama easily takes care of App State. Uh, just turns it on a little bit there towards the end, actually. I guess it, they didn't really destroy them. It was a seven-point victory, but felt like it was a little more comfortable than the seven points you saw in that game. In the second game, we had Troy going up against Arkansas State. This one ended up being a lot closer than I thought it might be. Uh, Arkansas State, after the first night, was, by the eye test to me, the most impressive out of the four teams. Um, I thought, you know, had they played any of the other teams in the other game, Texas State or Georgia State, they would have beaten them that night as well. Uh, we'll never really truly know that, but the Texas State-Georgia State game was really sloppy and not nearly as impressive uh, from my vantage point. So I thought Arkansas State played really well, could have had a little bit of a run if they could have got past Troy. They don't. Troy comes away with the victory, 63-59. Moving on to the game no one saw coming, Texas State takes down Old Dominion 65-36. to you, you knew Texas State had a defense to stay in this one. The previous matchup, the only previous matchup, was a two-point victory for ODU, and that one was at Texas State. So you knew these two teams could be in for a close battle. I don't think anybody saw, what was it, I have 17 or 16-1 to one start, and then Old Dominion could just never close that gap. 
Texas State still, to me, wasn't overly impressive offensively. They just really got it done defensively, continued to shut down Old Dominion, and Old Dominion didn't do themselves any favors. They didn't shoot particularly well. They really weren't moving the ball all that well. Just whatever happened in their travel or their long layoff did them no favors. So Texas State moves on in an absolute stunner as far as I'm concerned. We rounded out the night with Georgia Southern taking down ULM. I thought I took ULM in a slight upset there because I thought they've had enough games this year where they shot well from three. I thought if they could do that against Georgia Southern, they would be able to beat them. They had beaten them earlier in the season, so I thought that could happen again. But as they say, it's never easy to beat the same team twice. So Georgia Southern gets a little bit of revenge there, moves on. Going back up to the top for the next matchups, we had South Alabama taking on Southern Miss. This one was the one that I thought if Southern Miss could get past, they're going to go all the way to the championship game. Uh, They did, and they actually got past Southern Miss a lot more easily than I thought they would. They end up beating them 78-61, so they moved on. Then we had a matchup between James Madison and Troy. This one was a great matchup, too. JMU ends up taking this one 75-72. I had picked Troy in this matchup to move on. I thought they had just been hotter coming in. Didn't know if the layoff would do James Madison any favors. Um, I thought if Troy could get on a roll in that first game, which they they weren't really able to do. They had a hard-fought game against Arkansas State instead of having more of an easier game than I thought they might see. Um, Maybe that didn't do them any favors in this one. Maybe it did do them favors because they had that close close-fought victory, but either way, they come away with a three-point loss. JMU moves on to play South Alabama in that next round. Then we had Texas State upsetting Marshall. They continued this miraculous run. They are the 11 seed going all the way to the quarterfinals uh, and beating Marshall, which has just an incredible offense. So to me, this was easily Texas State's biggest and best victory of the tournament, I guess, That kind of goes without saying when you're an 11 seed and you beat a 3 seed, but to beat them by any score was going to be impressive. So to go in there, beat them 71-68, yeah, just an absolute shocker to me. I thought uh, Texas State hadn't looked good in the first game, as I mentioned. I thought against ODU, it was more of ODU being just truly awful than it was Texas State being amazing, especially offensively for Texas State. I didn't think they'd have the offense to keep up with Marshall. I I thought that they might have the defense to give Marshall some troubles for sure. I still saw Marshall outpacing them easily, but that did not happen. Full credit to Texas State for rounding into that great game and giving Marshall the oust. Uh, And we'll see if Marshall ends up in any kind of postseason play. Uh, That game might have turned the tide there for the worse. But we'll see about that one. They rounded out the night with Louisiana pretty easily disposing of Georgia Southern, 67-49. Not a whole lot of stuff to touch on in that one except for Louisiana kind of rounding into form there. Those posed the next two matchups in semifinals. South Alabama takes down JMU, 75-66. That one pretty close up until late, and South Alabama would move on. Now we just had to see if Texas State could continue this miraculous run uh and they almost did uh much much closer game than i again i would have expected uh, almost as big of an upset and would have been bigger upset i guess than texas state beating marshall so texas state comes away with a loss but only 
64 to 58. So very, very close game there. I think they really surprised. They kind of went on a run late to close the gap as Louisiana was up a little bit more, looking more like a more comfortable Cajun victory up until the last, uh, I don't know, two, two and a half minutes when Texas State really started going on a run and making it kind of a nail biter more than Cajuns wanted it there towards the end. But that set up the matchup that I had called the whole time, which was South Alabama versus Louisiana. The only thing I got wrong here is the champion. I had even called the score pretty pretty close to the final score. I just really had the the team swapped. Um, but again, it lived up to exact expectations. Back and forth battle. Again, no one jumping out to a bigger lead than about seven points or so. Um, just really impressive performances. The only one that maybe was a little quieter than I thought was Owen White. I don't think he had quite the game I thought he might have. Uh, Samuel did have a pretty good game, and Isaiah Moore absolutely had a fantastic game. And obviously, we can't go without mentioning Jordan Brown, uh, Themis Folks. I mean, Themis Folks just came out of nowhere. He was shooting, he was making more threes than, you know, better percentage of three shooting than he had all season, it felt like. Um, I don't know if that's exactly accurate, but it felt like that. Uh, he, he was not really a three shooter. Um, but he seemed to be in that championship game. So, you know, Greg Williams Jr., um, just playing phenomenal. Those guys, all th- this team is built for a tournament run. Now, we're going to have to see who they match up against in that first round. But this is a team that can definitely do damage in the tournament, and I hope and expect them to do some. Uh, so they are built. They've got the shooters. They've got the presence down inside with Jordan Brown. He's going to be able to dominate a game. He's very athletic. He's not as big as Kevin Samuel was. But that was a good matchup and a fun matchup to watch. So you're going to see something similar in all likelihood for their first round game, uh, probably going up against more of a power five school. And I'm thinking right now, I think looking at bracketology type things, you're looking at about a 14 seed. That's where they're sitting at. That's where I see them put for the most part, um, which probably isn't out of the question. Uh, the, the thing we have to think about now is, how much better is this conference this year than it has been? Because a lot of people probably aren't putting a lot of weight on the Sun Belt at this point. A lot of people didn't have, you know, the Sun Belt champion necessarily being, you know, anywhere near a top seed. And of course, they they don't deserve that. We we the whole conference as a whole did not win a a game against a ranked opponent all year long. Uh, and some of the opponents like Troy beating Florida State, Florida State ended up being pretty terrible. Uh, App State beat Louisiana, and Louisiana was absolutely awful. Then you had teams like James Madison, who had a very close game with UNC. Well, you know, it looked good at the beginning. It looked really good, actually, at the beginning of the season, and now it doesn't look so important. So it's unfortunate that we couldn't have come away with some bigger victories to make some more eyes on this conference and more people have the Sun Belt on the tip of their tongue more often during basketball season. But it is what it is. You can only play the teams in front of you. Uh, most of the conference was pretty good, I'd say. I'd say that middle portion, it just depended on the night, right? The consistency is the issue there. But those top three, four, five teams, um, pretty pretty consistent throughout the entire season. Uh, so I think we've got a good, solid base to build off of. I love the fact that the new teams coming in uh, pretty much all improved the attendance for the Sun Belt as a whole. Uh, obviously, those northern teams with Marshall, ODU, and JMU—they're really a little bit more of what I'd call, you know, the basketball region of the country, where there's a little bit more inside action, and you've got people that maybe 
don't care so much about baseball compared to the people in the South who maybe are looking more forward to baseball than they do for basketball. Hopefully we can just kind of roll all that into one, that basketball, tail end of basketball season leads right into an exciting start to baseball season. Um, but I know the Sunbelt people, fans from just about every team are really excited about baseball, and most fan bases are now going to move on to that. But hopefully for those of us that are kind of average fans, at least of everybody else, uh, maybe, you know, like myself, uh, definitely more than average. I'm going to be rooting hard for the Cajuns, uh, having been to Lafayette two times for football. Uh, I love the people in that region. Yeah, sure, they're going to give you a hard time. You wear the other team's stuff, but, man, super friendly as well, especially before and after the game. Maybe just avoid the student section during the game. But even so, I've been right near with some students and intermingled and great people. So I'm definitely going to be rooting hard for the Cajuns as they go into the NCAA tournament. Hopefully they make the Sun Belt proud and can at least get a first round win. But again, we'll see how that matchup comes out. We're going to do a bracket challenge. It's going to be awesome. Don't know how many people we're going to get in, but it's going to be open to just about everybody. So hopefully we get a big response there and look forward to that here in the near future as the Sun Belt basketball season has officially ended for most teams will see if Southern Miss also gets the NIT. I would assume that they will accept the invite since they won the regular season. That should be a great tournament for them, especially winning the Sun Belt with a good record overall should get them a pretty high seed in that one. The championship there will be hosted in Las Vegas. So if they get all the way out there, that would be awesome for them. Again, we'll keep an eye out. I kind of doubt Marshall makes anything, but possible maybe you know, one of those last teams in the NIT, maybe a CI, CBI, CIT, you know, all these other small tournaments. Now there seems to be tournaments for everybody. But, um, may, hey, I don't know, maybe even South Alabama, because they're hot, they get an invite, even though they didn't have the greatest record overall. They were definitely a team you didn't want to mess with towards the end of the season. So maybe some smaller tournament thinks they're a great addition, even though they don't have the record that some of the other teams may have. Uh We'll see. Could get interesting. But anyway, keep an eye out for all that. We're going to be covering it all as much as we can. Hopefully Sunbelt takes over and just starts really impressing some people with the basketball. So thanks for listening, tuning in. We'll see you all next time.